This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Monday, May 4th. And we're back. A Monday by any other name. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. It's non-farm payrolls week, and typically that is a very big week in the Treasury market as it helps to further refine macro expectations for the foreseeable future and offer a good gauge for the state of the overall economy. The pandemic has certainly changed the typical game plan, and with the consensus calling for negative 22 million jobs, this week will offer a unique trading environment in the run-up to what has historically been a marquee data release. Ten-year yields, yet again, traded at 61 basis points overnight, extending the run to a total of 13 consecutive trading sessions, including this magnetic level. There isn't anything particularly compelling about 61 basis points per se, but rather it's the durability of the 54 to 78 basis point range that continues to garner our attention. The range will hold until there's more conclusive evidence on the success or repercussions from this week's easing of the stay-at-home orders in several regions. To be fair, a call for the continuation of a stubborn range isn't dramatic unto itself, However, the backdrop of this week's macro events implies a greater level of conviction. Not only do we have non-farm payrolls, as mentioned earlier, but we also have Wednesday's May refunding announcement, with significant increases in auction sizes anticipated. Sidestepping the MMT argument for the time being, the ballooning treasury issuance figures are no cause to assume a sustainable backup in outright yield levels. This is to say nothing of the medium-term risks to real growth and, of course, the Fed's participation in the secondary treasury market via QE purchases. Anecdotes related to the reopening of previously shuttered retail establishments will overshadow the details of the Treasury Department's schedule for raising an enormous amount of new debt to fund the variety of bailout efforts. Let us not forget that in this period of lockdown, there will be a significant shortfall in tax revenues as well, which will add to the amount of money that the federal government needs to borrow. U.S. rates are once again in the unenviable position of being beholden to non-fundamental developments for the next directional impulse. While largely desensitized to the fluctuation in domestic stocks for the time being, Any material extension of the recent weakness could very well alter the perception of the trend and give rise to the classic market adage of sell in May and go away. The dueling logic of buy in May, it'll be okay, will be tested in short order. The Treasury market has a demonstrated willingness to ignore the vast majority of incoming economic data in favor of trading headlines associated with COVID-19. This week's marquee data will test the trend And while we anticipate it will hold, the more compelling nuance will be to see if the data indifference has spread further into other asset classes as well, namely stocks. It's well within the realm of conceivable outcomes that job loss figures in the multiple millions are simply dismissed. Tenure yields in the week near 61 basis points 
and risk assets simply returned to trading the on-again, off-again trade war, which provided such significant directional impulse prior to the pandemic. While trade tensions represent a much smaller portion of the overall economic damage being done in 2020, the inability of investors to accurately assess the fallout from the coronavirus leaves new tariffs and restrictions, potentially tradable events in an environment with a growing list of unknowns. The lone piece of economic data on the calendar for today is factory orders for the month of March. The consensus is for a decline of 9.4% month over month. That's after a flat read in February. Now we already have the durable goods orders, which showed a 14.4% decline in March. And we'll get final revisions of that data this morning. Recall that in the durable goods report, the capital goods orders of non-defense X-Air, which is considered the core orders figure, actually increased a tenth of a percent. We'll be watching to see if that number is due for a downward revision or whether or not the initial print stands. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. 
To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.